Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back or welcome to the Wednesday Wisdom Podcast with Jimmy Warden. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden, and today we are going to be discussing the art of noting and what that is and how it can be applied to your life. I really feel like this would be a really great time to talk about it. Uh, But before we dive into that, uh, first, a word from our sponsors. With COVID-19 still running rampant and no end seeming in sight, it's no surprise that rates of anxiety, depression, drug and alcohol abuse, and suicide are actually at an all-time high. Not to mention there are still millions of people who are jobless and cannot afford to put food on the table to support their family or pay their electric bills to keep the lights on in their home. However, a lot of these aforementioned mental conditions such as anxiety or depression, um, which lead to drug and alcohol abuse and unfortunately in some rates suicide, they actually all manifest from the same place and that place is the mind. We often find ourselves going down rabbit holes or even digging what I kind of like to call mental graves for ourselves in the forms of negative self-talk or negative thought patterns regarding our future or perhaps our past. Then all of a sudden, we find ourselves in an anxious or depressed state of mind, which ends up becoming a trigger to turn to those negative coping mechanisms such as drugs or alcohol, and like I said, in the worst cases, suicide. If we can try to begin cultivating an awareness of our thoughts, we actually have a better chance of avoiding these rabbit holes or mental graves. And at the bare minimum, we can at least catch ourselves before we've chased the rabbit too far or dug the grave too deep. In order to do this, we must use a mindfulness technique referred to as noting. Noting can be thought of as an awareness of our attention, specifically regarding thoughts or thought patterns in this specific case that we'll be talking about today. In more simple terms, we are taking mental notes of the thoughts we have. Its purpose is not to notice every thought we have throughout the day for two big reasons. One, It is impossible to recognize every single thought that the human brain creates during the day, even if you're trained as a monk. Second, it is extremely exhausting to try to notice every single thought that passes through your mind, and believe me, I've tried. Its purpose is also not to consciously suppress or stop thinking altogether like a mental version of the arcade game Whack-A-Mole, because that is also extremely toxic for the mind, body, and spirit. In its essence, noting is simply about noticing thoughts for what they are. Thoughts. No more, no less. This awareness of thought helps to create presence of mind that coincides with the body. When you are aware of a thought, it allows you to notice it, let it go, and return to the present moment so that you can mentally be where your body is. This presence is the mind and body connection playing itself out in the world. Wherever you are physically, you are also there mentally. This presence will help you enter a flow state in which you're so engaged in a meaningful task, you become immersed in it, lose your sense of time, and forget about any of the world's problems that are causing you to feel anxious or depressed. When these thoughts pop back up, because they inevitably will, simply recognizing them for what they are, thoughts, 
drastically reduces the intensity of the emotional sensation that is connected to that thought or string of thoughts and allows us to return to the present moment. However, it does take practice to cultivate this. A good starting point for cultivating an aware mind is to partake in some simple mindfulness exercises to practice noting. One way is to engage in a mindfulness meditation with a specific focus on noting. I'd suggest finding a quiet place to sit down and a place that you know where you won't be disturbed. I'd sit in a chair, but that's just my personal preference over the yogi pretzel just because I can feel my mind and body connection with my feet grounded on the floor and my body pressed against the chair. And before we get into the process of what that might look like, let's take a quick break just to listen to one more of our sponsors. To begin, take some long, slow, deliberate, deep breaths in through your nose and then out through your mouth, kind of like this. After at least six of those deep breaths, your parasympathetic nervous system will take over and bring your mind and body to a calm, relaxed state. Once you feel your mind and body are at ease, you may gently close your eyes if you like, but that is not mandatory. Once you're in your relaxed state, turn your focus and attention towards your breath. Notice if your breath is deep or shallow. Notice where your body expands with each breath. At some point, your mind will create thoughts, and when it does, recognize these thoughts simply for what they are, thoughts. You can cue yourself by saying that word, or you could use the word thinking, or the phrase, there's a thought. Create a cue that works for you. Upon recognition of your thought or thoughts, return your attention back to your breath. Try this exercise for however long you'd like. I'd start with an amount of time that feels comfortable for you and to try to build up from there. Maybe start with two minutes or maybe five and work your way up. And like I've said previously, it's not about trying to control the mind. It's not about trying to control your thoughts or suppress thoughts so that thought is absent from your mind, but rather just creating an awareness and a recognition of the thoughts that occur and allowing them to just pass by after you notice them. That way, you can turn your attention back to the present moment. And if you need more guidance, instead of just this free mindfulness technique in terms of there's no, there's no person helping you through, or you're just kind of feeling like you're on your own, you can also download the app Headspace or Calm to your smartphone, and they will have some guided breathing exercises to help you take note of your thoughts. And the best part is if you download Headspace, we can actually be buddies on the app, and that will give you access to hundreds of guided meditations. And if meditation isn't your thing, or you're not ready to try it, you can still note while doing simple activities. For example, you can note while driving or walking. If you're driving, really try to focus on solely just driving, solely on driving. 
which means no music and no phone. Feel the sensation of your foot on the accelerator or the brake. Focus on the pace in which you're driving. Take a quick moment to view out through your windshield the panorama that is in front of you. If you're walking, focus on the sensation of your feet hitting the pavement or the ground below. If you're walking in the woods, are the leaves crunching beneath your feet? Is the earth forgiving? If you're walking in the city or if you're walking out on the street, is the pavement unforgiving? Notice your surroundings in either area. What do the trees look like? What's the weather like? Are there any animals? If you're out on the street, is there any construction going on? Are there people passing by? Do they seem preoccupied? Do they seem busy? Whatever mindfulness exercise you choose to practice noting, the most important aspect is that you engage intentionally with what is referred to as beginner's mind. It is an open mind with no preconceived notions taking the forefront of your mind. The more that you can practice in this way, the easier it will be to transition the practice of noting to your real life. And when it comes to real life, like I've said, we often fall victims to our emotional state. Whatever state we're in, we feel it's justified and believe we must see the emotion through by acting on it to make the world around us right. This choice often puts us in a worse mental state afterwards because there's a feeling of regret for what we said or did in our relationships with others, as well as the relationship we have with ourselves, are affected by our impulses. And vast majority of the times, it's in a negative way, especially if we have that feeling of regret connected to it. With noting, we can lessen the intensity of our negative thoughts and emotions, as well as our negative interactions with other people. By practicing noting in privacy, we will have a greater awareness of thoughts that arise in our mind and the bodily sensations that coincide with them. This in turn will allow us to take notes as we feel anxiety, anger, sadness, frustration, happiness, or joy percolating with us, as well as the thoughts that coincide with those feelings. We will also be able to note thoughts that we have during a conversation, which will help us not say things that we might regret in the future, and develop a greater sense of empathy simultaneously because we'll be taking the true stance of listening for understanding as long as our focus is on what the other person is telling us. These two layers of noting will definitely take a lot of conscious practice before we can truly get good or great at them. Just another, before we get into this last segment here, just want to take another quick break to hear from one more of our sponsors. Now, noting is a great technique, but I would be lying to say that it will make all of your problems go away that are causing you anxiety and or depression, that it will always stop you from using drugs or alcohol, or that it will stop you from committing suicide. If you're in any one of these mental states on a consistent basis, please seek professional help in the mental health regime. I will say that there is a strong potential that the clinician will discuss the importance of noting and how much it can truly help reduce our feelings of anxiety or depression, as well as the negative thoughts and thought patterns that are causing anxiety or depression. If you're willing to try noting, 
I am sure your mental frame of mind will improve because you'll have proven strategies to help reduce anxiety and depression. It's just going to take practice. So what do you have to lose?